0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast, and I open today's episode with one thing and one thing only, because it makes me incredibly happy. Aaron, mother effing Judge, is back. Last time we spoke, that was not a thing yet, and I was uh, I was uh, pucker in my little butthole real tight because Arson Judge almost signed with the Giants, uh, and it scared me, scared me half to death, um, almost fully to death. But then. The baseball gods lined themselves up. Hal Steinbrenner put on his big boy pants and said, Papa, I'm not going to fail you this time. Uh, Aaron judges back where he belongs in the Bronx to hit giant nookie dookies and wear number 99 and just be a beautiful, beautiful human being and the future captain of the Yankees. Um, so F you to everyone who said he was leaving. I'm just kidding, but I'm so happy he's back, honestly. He's my favorite player for a variety of reasons. Um... And I'm just happy, happy he's home, happy he's back. Uh, second, really cool thing. Um, if you guys are not on Twitter, you did not see this. I am now a brand ambassador for Diamond Crew Apparel. That's crew with a K, by the way. Diamond Crew with a K, apparel.com. Uh, super cool merch and gear that they have. Sunglasses, hats, shirts, hoodies, fucking you name it. Uh, all baseball themed gear, but also kind of kind of fashionable, if I do say so myself. Um, if you use code KDJTV, you get 15% off your order. And it does help me, of course, want to be transparent about that. But, uh, it's legit really, really, really good clothing. Really cool stuff. Um, I actually have my first order on the way from Diamond Crew Apparel. So, check it out. So, the least you could do is just go to the website, check it out. DiamondCrewApparel.com. Again, crew with a K. And if you like anything, use my code. And if you use my code, let me know. And I'll give you a big, wet, sloppy kiss Right on the forehead. Um, today on uh, the show, the podcast, of course, talking about business. Again, like last week, not a ton to talk about, but we are going to gonna talk about a few things. Uh, first things first, the game is exceptionally slow this evening, Monday at 7.38 p.m. So it's taken me forever and a day to get to the new ranked season screen, but here we go. So, there is a new rank season, and it's thinking about opening right now. There we go. All right, so... As you can see, my current rating is 550. I did not play ranked seasons basically at all last season. Uh, I played maybe seven or eight games. It was an absolute fucking nightmare because everyone wanted Randy Johnson. So I said, F it. Step back. And of course, as you guys know, I took some time away from the game. I am finally caught up. I have every card except for Randy and Walter Johnson. We'll get there. That also... Yes, I got Willie Adamas. I played many seasons for no fucking reason. And I got Willie Adamas. Um... But now cool thing about the new rank season. the game is dying down. there are fewer players. Um, you now only have to play, excuse me, 200 innings and you get to choose two former World Series reward cards. Randy Johnson being one of them. Ray- Roy Halliday is still basically a million. Mike Piazza is basically a million. Mo is not a million anymore, but you know what I'm getting at there are easy ways to make stubs 200 innings. Even if you're not a fantastic player, you can easily get to 200 innings. It will take some patience. You will be frustrated a little bit. However, you can do it. Even better if you play ranked seasons a fuck ton. Still, if you get to 250 innings, choose two fucking more bosses. You can get two Randy Johnsons and sell one of them for a million stubbles. Um, I still have a buy order in for Randy Johnson. I have a feeling I will make World Series or 200 innings prior to that buy order going through. But who knows, with how many uh, how many Randys are going to be available within the next coming weeks, he could start flying off shelves. Um, but as you can see, the season does end on January 16th. So there will probably be, after that... February 16th, March 16th, April... I would say there will be three more ranked seasons... March 6th... Uh, what's that Monday? Let's look it up now. This is actually a pretty good way to predict when the new game will come out. So, April... April, April, April... April 17th is a Monday. So, that will probably be the end of the last rank season, if I had to say. And that's when they will roll into 23. That's my guess. I'm not saying that's the date the game will drop. I'm just saying it'll be roughly in that two-week window. Which is, of course, not news to anybody, because that's generally speaking when the game has dropped the last few years. Um, so now that I'm at 5.50, I will start doing some theme teams on Twitch. We're starting uh, street Tuesday night, 7pm, or thereabouts. We'll have a couple theme teams live and playing. Maybe I'll record them, put them on the YouTube. Uh, good question for the comments, because if you guys comment, that means you're watching, and I appreciate it. So, the reason I don't post more to YouTube is because I just don't have the time to edit, and I really don't feel like paying somebody to edit. It'll, of course, be better if I pay somebody. Of course. uh, But I just don't have the time. If I uploaded, like, a full 40-minute gameplay, just unfiltered, no edits, just my bold, stupid commentary, would you guys still watch it? Let me know if you'd prefer edited, or if you'd prefer uncut, or if you don't care. Either way, you just want to see my face and hear my mouth. Um, But just let me know. I'm curious. Also, like and subscribe while you're here. Um, So... Play the new ranked season if you don't have Randy. It's easier than ever to get him. 200 innings. Or maybe you make a World Series run because not a lot of people are playing this game no more. Just a thought. Just a thought. Uh, I am going to take one of the YouTube comments from last week, and forgive me for not getting the name of this person ahead of time, so I'm going to go back and get this person's name. Last week, I asked for suggestions on what you guys would like to see, uh, at least in the next couple weeks. So I have, you guys were great. Several comments. I appreciate all of them. Um, here we go, Jonathan Kemper, the homie Jonathan Kemper, I appreciate you buddy, thank you for always listening and commenting, um, with you being a beast at BR, I'm not a beast at BR, but I appreciate you, thank you for thinking that, uh, you could discuss your favorite BR program cards from this year, bronze, silver, and gold, and maybe predict next year's cards, so, I'm not gonna do any predictions of next year's cards, because I think we have to wait to see who the new legends are first. Um, I know that's kind of a cop-out, but it seems as if with these BR cards, they've given us the lesser versions of the new Legends uh, or new flashbacks. or uh, New Legends. That no, was right the first time. Um, there's definitely new Legends that I'd like to see. Maybe that could be an episode. We could talk about that pretty soon. Um, but what I can do is maybe do a BR draft or two. Go through some of those early Bronze, Silvers, Golds. I've been disconnected from the show online for some strange reason. Uh, and just tell you guys like what I liked, what I didn't like, how I did with them. Um, and and kind of talk more about how we can continue to fix BR. Maybe we'll start there. Let's start there. So, BR, last year, gave us the Mission Program cards. And then this year, revamped it, or, or um, enhanced it, better word, by giving us Program Rounds. So wait, it should have been last year. They finally did it this year. A little too late, but it's fine. We got it. So, I... I liked the idea of the bronze-silver-gold guaranteed rounds. I did. It just... I don't know. Something about BR team-building felt weird this year. Maybe it's because there were so many damn cards in this game, just period, across the board, that... Felt really hard to build a good team because there's so much card variety and maybe that's good maybe that's just an intrinsic part of having so many cards in the game br maybe in that respect was one of the modes that suffered actually from having so many cards in the game it is what it is it's not something we can really fix uh one thing i have been thinking about and you guys can totally poo poo and shit on my idea if you don't like it but what if there was a br there were two br modes One of them is essentially BR as it exists now, and another one was BR with only live series cards. Only live series cards. Does that mean there will be some overlap on teams? Of course it does, because there aren't as many live series cards as there are Legends, Flashbacks, etc. But I think if you did a live series only BR game, it could be really fucking interesting. You'd have to kind of figure out ways to make sure not everybody has Mike Trout on their team, of course, because there's only one high diamond pick, and it would be a Judge, a Trout, no Tani, uh, Tatis if he's back, you know, th- those type of things. We, there, there are kinks, certainly, to work out. I'm not saying just copy-paste this BR and make it only live series, but I think a live series-only mode would be really effing cool. Live series cards fall by the wayside by May, maybe even earlier with the way content has been now. Uh, in BR, of course, a lot of them will always have a home, But also a lot of them won't. They just get phased out instantly. They become collection fodder in your inventory. You never touch them again. Maybe if it's your favorite player, you parallel them up. But otherwise, they're just useless. So some sort of live series-only mode. It could be BR. It could be something else. I'm I'm just spitballing. I think that'd be super cool. Uh, So that's one BR suggestion. Uh, This is not necessarily a BR suggestions episode. But for the next 10 or so minutes, let's do a draft or two. Let's just talk about some of the cards I liked. Some of the things I didn't like. And uh, kind of you know finagle our way into an episode here. So I'm not even gonna waste time really on this high diamond round. Um, okay, so this Ian Happ card, they did a great job this year with giving us BR golds, silvers, and sometimes bronzes. Mostly bronzes, uh, mostly silvers and golds of fan favorite cards. Every, everybody at SDS knows that people love Ian Happ and his swing. They gave us an 84 overall gold. Excuse me, I burped. Ian Happ, I had Taco Bell today, so I burped. Um, and this card's been great. I have him P4. We were number 561 to P4. Sorry, I turned my head sideways there to read it. Um, and I had 468 with him with a 494 on base. The card's disgusting. Now, I handled um, mission BR cards a little differently than some other people might have done. Um, this is hardly reinventing the wheel here. I'm just telling you guys my strategy. I did not care most of the time about fulfilling the missions themselves. I picked the mission card that I either thought I'd liked or I knew I liked. And then just drafted that guy every time, regardless of whether his mission was complete or not. I'd rather just know I have a guaranteed silver or gold that I absolutely fucking destroy baseballs with. And have them in my lineup all the time. It is a... a, it improves my chances of winning the game, which inherently is more important than just, like, getting to 250 PXP, if that makes sense. Um, Ian Hap was one of those guys. I forgot who else came out with him in that gold round, but it was Ian Hap. just about, I'd say, 90% of the time. Uh, this card's disgusting. It rakes. It plays five positions, uh, good speed, decent enough fielding, depending on where you play him. I preferred to play him at second or third. Sometimes had to stick him in the corner outfield. Uh, but insane card. Insane card. Uh, Kirk Gibson, I only used him a little bit. I, I, I think this gold round largely sucked, and I didn't play a lot of BR this time around. I didn't even use this Ray Durham, because I don't like Ray Durham swing. Um, so that being said, we'll take Ian Happ. Here, uh, I love this silver Mike Messina card. He was on one or two of my flawless runs. But they did a good job of giving us usable silver reliever cards that also have some meta stuff. Like... Brian Shaw, in my opinion, out of these four options here, these are all different program cards. They're not from the same program, but Messina, Shaw, Jazz Chisholm, and David Justice are all program cards. Brian Shaw is light years ahead of these three other cards. It wasn't always the case where the reliever was the best in the silver round, but just just look at him here in a vacuum. Mike Messina, silver starter. I'm trying to open his card information, but this game is slower than my fucking grandmother without a wheelchair. Uh, it throws a sinker, but like... This card gets torched most of the time in BR. And I am not someone who tends to draft silver starting pitchers. I prefer to have my silvers in the bullpen. So almost useless, not, useless not a great word, but like not meta for team building in BR. Jazz Chisholm, a lot of people like Jazz's swing. Again, it's slower than dick to load. Here we go. But just kind of meh across the board. You can get so many better silver middle infielders that specialize in something. Instead of taking Jazz Chisholm. David Justice, just a waste of a fucking card. I'm not even going to open it. He has 82 vision. That's his best uh, attribute. So, fuck that card. Meanwhile, Brian Shaw. I have him P1, so we will subtract one. 86 hits per nine as a reliever, uh, a silver reliever in BR. It's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. 81 velo, 99 break, 81 control. He throws a nasty, nasty cutter. Nasty cutter. With also a slurve and a changeup, so this is like this is BR mission cards done well, done perfectly well. I have not a complaint about this card. Plus forty-one stamina off the rip, which you actually BR that's kind of helpful. I was gonna I was gonna say it doesn't matter, but it's actually kind of helpful. Um, this is BR mission cards done appropriately. This is how I'd like to see them do it moving forward. Obviously, not every BR mission card is going to be a, a relief pitcher or a closer. However. Make them useful. Don't just be like, oh, David Justice needs a silver. Here's this piece of shit. Let's find a way to at least make him semi-viable. Like Ryan O'Hearn, for example. A silver. A fantastic card. I actually hit lefties with it very well, too. But Ryan O'Hearn mashes the ever-loving shit at a right-handed pitching. He is almost dogshit awful against lefties. However, he does one job so, so, so well that I drafted him almost every time I played BR during his his cycle program, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He does one thing so well, and it's kill right-handed pitching. I often started him, because I was just like, I'll get what I get against lefties. He's so good against righties, I need him in the lineup for two at-bats. I just had, I had to have him. So, that is BR done well. So, with that being said, let's take Brian Shaw. And here we have a bronze round. So, the bronze rounds were largely not good. This Roberto Clemente sucks poopy. This Brandon Belt actually is reverse split good against lefties. 73 power. He was all right. Jose Altuve, high contact versus lefties, but you're not starting this card. Meanwhile, here's Rowdy Tellez, who is similar to Brandon Belt, but has a little bit higher contact versus right. And I rake with this card. Maybe it's because I like his swing. I'm hitting 353 in uh, 34 at-bats. But Rowdy Tellez, and we could by extension, say Brandon Belt, are bronze cards done well. They don't need to be fast. They need to just field enough. But let's, let's lean towards the offensive side of things, for, for position players anyway. BR is an offensive mode. Don't give me cards that have 40 power. Jose Altuve's 31 power and 39 power. <laughs> give me, or, you know, less than that because I have P1. But give me cards that serve a purpose. Altuve, you could argue, serves a purpose as a bench bat against a lefty and a pinch runner. Sure, I'll give that to you. But pinch running in BR is not something I'm overly concerned with. You very rarely need to do it. And if you are doing it, you could probably just get a common or a low-tier bronze who runs quickly. You don't want one of your mission cards, one of your guaranteed-to-come-up-every-draft cards, to be a pinch runner, you know? So just suggestions. Nothing inherently crazy wrong wrong here, excuse me. But just suggestions. So we take Rowdy to Les Boom. Um... One other thing about BR this year. I don't know if it's good or bad. You guys can use it. It's up to your own interpretation. You guys can view it as you want. Generally speaking, in the past, you had one big high diamond round that had 99, some 98s across the board. Now, here's my second diamond round. round. I can get another 99 here. I don't know if there's a flaw with the coding. I don't know if it's just chance. But, like, in no world should Bryce Elder, Evan Longoria, and 99 George Springer be in the same round. So, I'm obviously taking George Springer here, but I just, it's a weird, weird, quirky thing. This team's fucking not bad so far. I might actually play this team. Uh, always take the con. I'm not, this is not a teach you guys how to draft BR, so I'm just going to speed through a lot of this. So, pardon me if I don't do a ton of explanation here. Um, but I'm just trying to show an opportunity uh, of how they did cards right. Uh, and now, here is a, a great example of why live series cards are still important and why I think there should be a live series mode. Salvador Perez is fucking disgusting. He will always have a place, always have a place. In many people's BR lineups. Because he's so fucking good. Doesn't even matter what his attributes look like. He plays above them. But someone like Marcus Semyon... He as a live series card is disgusting. Incredible swing. Good defensively. Runs well. Relatively balanced offensively. He obviously, last year in 2021, had an insane offensive season. And was a diamond for a lot of the second half of the season. Um, He kind of... You see live series Marcus Semyon in BR in the way it's currently constructed, at least a lot of people and just gloss over them and move on. But if you give this class of card an avenue to shine or avenue to be used, just spices up the game even more. So uh, that's why I think there needs to be a live series mode. But all this being said, Rysel Iglesias is not a terrible pick here either, but we're going to take Salvi because he has an enormous winner. We obviously take the, the reliever here. Don't need to say much about Garrett Whitlock. Uh, we'll take Craig Stammon. Sure, I like him. He has a big smile on his face. Uh, Manny Machado was another program card. Not great. I could just take it or leave it. I don't need my program cards to have 80 fielding and 85 arm strength. I really don't give a shit. Um I guess I'll take Yeah, Brock Bark's disgusting. Uh always take three lefties, boys and girls. I don't I don't need to repeat myself that much often. Always take at least three lefties. Goose Gossage was a great great, great bronze relief pitcher from a mission. It's very hard to find viable bronze pitching, especially when they're just forcing you to take these mission cards. But Goose threw a sinker, or throws a sinker. 93 Velo, or 92 Velo to start on his fastball, because this is his rookie card, it's not his all-the-way end-of-his-career card. But, reasonably wild, so you got people guessing a little bit, uh, but through hard, had good movement, and just, this is a fun card. I drafted this constantly. A fun card to use. This is, this is BR mission cards done well. Hobie uh, Milner, live series card. Another live series card that's fantastic. Uh, I, I wish I could do an all live series BR draft, but I don't think it's possible with the high diamond rounds. Um, maybe something we can explore at a later date. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero was a programmed card, but look at this thing. It's got no power. I understand his rookie season. He did not have a ton of power. I get it. But, like, let's just get rid of reality in some of these instances and juice him up somewhere. Give me something to work with. I know you're asking me to be unrealistic. I really don't care. We're trying to have fun with these cards. Vladimir Guerrero has a great swing, and he's got high contact for his right. That's fantastic. But in BR, with the way the meta currently works, he's useless. He's not even worth using. So I'm actually going to... I think I'm going to go against my own normal practices here and take... Corey Kluber. Uh, You're a shit starting pitcher. You're a lefty. All right, bullpen's done. But this team, honestly, kind of fucks a little bit. It's not bad. If the game will let me finish it. Here we go. Uh, Useless. Excuse me, Taco Bell. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez. This, full disclaimer, I hit 150 with it in 20 at-bats. I suck with all Teoscar Hernandez cards. However... This is one of the best-built silver BR mission cards. It's got very balanced power, 92 and 83. Both of those numbers are, chef's kiss, perfect for a silver overall BR card. 79 contact right, nice number. 51 contact left, low, but we can work with it. The PCI's big in BR. You don't really need a ton there. That's enough to work with. 86 speed makes up a lot for his piss-poor reaction and bad fielding metrics. He has enough arm to be okay. If you're playing him in center field, you're a moron. I'd rather stick him in left or right. But this is one of the best built silver BR mission cards. Again, I suck with it. But I know for some people, Teo is like their gosh darn favorite ever. Um, So good card. Very, very good job, SDS. And for that reason, you know what? I'll bite. I'll take it. Maybe we'll be great with him this time. Um, Troy Gloss was a shitty one. Because as a gold, he did nothing. special. He looks just like Teo. Just a slightly better fielding. That's that's not enough for me to be excited about that. Euclid sucked and Durham sucked. Uh, you know what? Should we take Durham? Eh, fuck it. Why not? Let's take Durham. Why not? I don't even... Uh, I might use this team. We'll see. Let's take a lefty killer, or righty killer, rather, off the bench. Eh, no, we'll take Culberson. Joey Gallo for the bench. Love that. Ryan Howard was another very well-built BR card. Uh, Just monstrous power. Enough against lefties to be relevant. And 55 fielding at first base is fine. I wish that they found a way to give him more than fucking 5 speed. I hit 211 with this card. I hit bad with all Ryan Howard cards this year, actually. Um, But I like the way that they went about building this card. They did it the right way. They were smart. Gave us the power that we need to play BR. I'm taking Mitch Garver here because he also has a big wiener. Um, last diamond round oh perfect we need a third baseman uh, not a lot of lefty bats on this team though huh? I'll take breggy he's nice he, he was on one of my flawless teams this year uh, Jose Miranda has a great swing ooh but jock but jock but jock I think we need no nope, we'll take Miranda and then our last pick will be this is a bad team uh, bad bench I mean um, but yeah guys we don't need to run through another million drafts I think you guys get my idea here if you're going to give us BR cards, give us cards that have utility. That's kind of how I feel about all content. If you're going to give us content, make sure we can use them. Like, on Thursday, this week, another event is coming out. They're still going. Uh, the 10-win reward, we don't know what else is coming beyond that, but the 10-win reward is 99 Retro Finest Fergie Jenkins. Oh boy, what a right-handed starting pitcher I can't wait to never use. It's, it's December, guys, like... If you're going to give me a card, make it disgusting or don't give me the card. Um, It's the same conversation we have year-round. Make cards usable, at least in some way. They don't all have to be god cards. They just have to, like, have a purpose. Have a feasible, reasonable purpose. Um, Isn't that all what we seek in life, though? To have a feasible, reasonable purpose. Um, All right, guys, that's it. Fun episode. Really short, really quick, but I like the ideas. Keep them flying at me. Uh, Jonathan, thank you again for the suggestion. Uh, make sure you guys down below do two things. Look at my fingers. One, two. Number one, tell me. What's the thing I wanted you to tell me? Tell me uh, if you want to see unedited gameplay. If you don't mind if on occasion I just pop the whole video up there instead of doing heavy editing because that can, uh, it, can it can be a lot. It's, it's fun and sometimes rewarding because you guys do engage with it, but it's a lot of work. Uh, and secondly, let me know if you go to diamondcrewwithakapparel.com and use KDJTV as your 15% off coupon code. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Good luck on maybe your second try at Getting 99 Perfect Game, Randy Johnson, uh, and have a good one, all right? Be, Be swell. Talk to you guys next week.